Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Sick of me saying that yet. <laughs> Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Seaglass2274. and says, am I the asshole for telling my best friend his girlfriend is disgusting? I, 22 female, have been friends with Danny, 22 male, since high school, and he recently moved in with his current girlfriend, Lucy, 22 female. He had a housewarming party on Friday, and Lucy spent most of the night dancing with her own friends, who are very like her, excitable, extroverted, etc., and dragging Danny away from his conversations with us, his friends, to dance, even though he's more like us, introverted and not party animals. Later, Danny was being quiet, so I asked if he was okay, and he said he's just tired. But he just kept watching Lucy dancing and then said something in her ear the next time she came over, and she just shook her head and laughed at him. After she went back to her friends, I asked if it was bothering him how she was behaving, and he asked me to explain. I mentioned the attention-seeking dance and the fact that she was wearing something really revealing, even though other guys were at this party. Danny said it didn't bother him, then he sat with a moody face. At the end of the night, Lucy sat down with us and started chatting non-stop about how amazing the party had been. I pointed out jokingly Danny obviously wasn't enjoying himself since he looked miserable. And Danny told her I was worried he was jealous because of her outfit. Lucy ruffled his hair, which he hates, and said he was quiet because he loved her outfit so much. He couldn't wait for us all to leave so he could drag her to bed. I thought that was completely inappropriate and said to Danny in that case, I'd leave if she was just going to be disgusting. And Lucy just laughed at me, so I did leave. Today, Danny has messaged me saying Lucy wants an apology before I'm allowed back at their home. But when I asked if Lucy will apologize for making me uncomfortable, he said no, she doesn't have anything to be sorry about. I was genuinely only worried about my friend, but admit, I could have just left without calling her disgusting. So, am I the a-hole? ETA, to clarify, I didn't say the comment about her clothes directly to Lucy. I asked Danny once and never mentioned it again. I asked him because I know in the past he said anything overly sexual makes him uncomfortable. He's not the kind of guy who makes innuendos or anything. Also, I'm in no way jealous of Lucy. She's the opposite of how I'd want to be, which is fine. People can be who they want. And Danny and I already tried dating years ago, but the spark wasn't there. It was uncomfortable after we tried being intimate and we both agreed we were better as completely platonic friends. Now for me in this one, rightly or wrongly, it felt like you were jealous of their relationship. I know you said that, you know, you're completely platonic friends, but it still felt like there was some jealousy going on in this one. The fact that Danny said it didn't bother him at all, even though you said he sat with a moody face, that you said it didn't bother him, but you still wanted to bring it up at the end of the night. You pointed out jokingly that Danny obviously wasn't enjoying himself. And I don't know if it was just the way it was written or the way I just read it. And But when Lucy laughed at you and then you left, it almost felt like there was possible hints of this in the past, maybe. 
And to me, you're the a-hole just the way you talk about her. You said she's extroverted. She was just having a good time. She wasn't doing nothing that would harm you at all. She was just dancing, having fun with her friends and getting Danny to dance as well. And it just felt like that you didn't like that rather than Danny not liking it. But Sardine Sadness says you're the a-hole girl. What? I'm sorry, but that's such a hateful way to talk about someone's girlfriend just for having fun. She was literally just minding her business, having a good time. And you had to hate on her for it? Okay, Job says you're the a-hole. Just say that you want to date Danny and be done with the jealousy. Wicked Angel Love says you're the a-hole. Your friend literally told you he wasn't bothered, but you still felt offended. It's given jealousy vibes. And felt compelled to say something despite both of them being fine with it. And if he wasn't fine with it, it still wasn't your business. Because if he wanted you to know, he would have told you. You didn't jokingly point it out. You said it because you wanted how you felt to be known. Brokenack says, yeah, you're the a-hole. Lucy sounds like she was having a good time and Danny didn't seem to mind her behavior at all until you decided to stir up drama. I don't know if you feel like you're losing your friend or if you have a thing for him, but you've interjected yourself into his relationship unwanted and unasked and insulted your friend's partner. Apologize and stop being so judgmental of their relationship if you want to remain friends. And one more comment from Forever Yes My Lord who says you're the a-hole for sure. What throws me off is how you say he hates having his hair ruffled. Why the fuck would you bring it up like that? That's his girl. You sound jealous of the relationship, honestly. Everything you said points to jealousy. I think you need to step back and assess your feelings before interacting with them again. So OP does update the post and they say, okay, I completely accept I was an asshole. I don't know if anyone wants an update since I seem to be Reddit's villain of the week. Before I continue with the update, I'd just like to clarify. Someone DM'd me saying Danny posted an update that Lucy cheated on him. I don't know if Danny even has read it. And while I haven't been able to find the post myself, I can confirm that's not true. Someone is lying to cause further issues. Anyway, I text Danny and asked if I could sit down with him and Lucy to talk. They agreed and we met for coffee. I emphatically apologized to Lucy and then to Danny. We spoke in detail about how in the past Danny has been similar to me in his attitude towards sex and public displays of affection, etc. Not just our awkward high school fling, but every relationship he's had since and how he used to be insecure when his ex-girlfriends did anything that made him jealous. Over the years, I've become really protective of him because he got hurt a lot. Danny explained that Lucy has brought him out of his shell and he's much more outgoing now, the opposite of how our friend group has just kind of always been. But his social battery does die a lot quicker than hers, which she is understanding of. I haven't seen much of Danny since he and Lucy began dating in March last year. Not because of Lucy, but because we've all been busy with college and jobs. We still text all the time and He's the same as always in that regard. So their party was my first look at the new Danny. And I think I obviously didn't cope well with the change since I hadn't been around to see it happen gradually. So to me, it seemed sudden. I worried Danny was unhappy because not long ago, he would have been miserable and jealous at a party like that and in that kind of relationship. I think throughout the night, I convinced myself Lucy was hurting him and wound myself up in self-righteousness. So by the end of the night, when Lucy made her comment, I thought she was trying to antagonize me and I wrongly snapped. To cut a long story short, me and Danny are fine. Danny and Lucy are fine. Me and Lucy are going to hang out to get to know each other better. She does seem really nice and I feel horrible for ending her party on such a bad note. And our next story comes from Professional Odd 4413. It does come with an update as well. It says, am I the a-hole for asking my roommate to spend time at her boyfriend's place? My roommate and I are both 25 female. We've lived together for a year and a half and have been friends for five years. Three months ago, her and her now boyfriend became official. 
and since then he spends nearly every day at our apartment, oftentimes sleeping over. They're very touchy and their bedroom activities are less than quiet. I work full-time and going to grad school so it's a bit bothersome. But I try to be understanding since I like the guy and they're very happy together. Last weekend, I had a nervous breakdown due to stress and mental health issues and confided in her that I was not doing well and I'm having serious problems with a certain topic I will not discuss here. She apologized for being consumed by a relationship and not noticing the changes in my behaviors. I get it. I'm an adult. She doesn't have that responsibility. Not even an hour later, he was on our couch and they were making out. Every day since he has been sleeping over, I practically feel like he's a third roommate who doesn't pay rent which by the way, my roommate owes me five months worth of utilities. Just this morning, she texted me saying that he was going to come over tonight, so be prepared. I asked her if it is possible she spend the night at his if she really wants to spend all this time with him. It would just be nice to have some space as I have nowhere else to go. She told me if I just got in a relationship, I would get it. I told her before that I'm not interested in a relationship as I'm busy with work, school, my mental health isn't the best and I don't think I could handle it right now. About two months ago, I got out of a very intense and heavy relationship. Anyway, she told me I was being a bad friend by not supporting her relationship. I told her that not once in the last three months have I been unsupportive. He sleeps over all the time. I get them food. I drive them both places. Neither drive. I just don't want to have to listen to them bone all night. And also that I miss my friend as we hardly see, talk or hang out anymore. So... Am I the a-hole for asking her to spend one night at her boyfriend's place? Now, this is a not the a-hole from me. First of all, I'm going to say five months worth of utilities is owed to you by this person. That's taking the piss in itself. And I can say for a fact, if I was your friend and you came up to me and said that you need one night's break from this, you know, it's taking its toll and you're not in the best mental place right now, I would totally understand where you're coming from and what's all this about you buying them food and driving them places all the time but poster bomber says not the a-hole roommate if you just got into a relationship you'd understand me if you paid your bills i'd be out spending and wouldn't give a shit what you were doing jrm says not the a-hole this is a very simple one to judge it's your space too and he is over too much you're entitled to not perpetually have a guest over especially one who doesn't pay this has nothing to do with your anxiety or relationship status. She's an asshole. Sublime Apathy says, not the a-hole. And your friend is being manipulative. If you were in a relationship, you would understand. That's bullshit. If she were actually your friend, she would understand you're wanting them to split time between places. Sounds to me that your friend finds it easy to take advantage of and walk over you. Maybe it's time to find a new place of your own. Since she won't back down on boyfriend being over every night. The conversation can reasonably be... Hey, I love you, but I can't listen to you and your boyfriend get at it every night and watching you make out non-stop on the couch has just become annoying. It's disrupting my sleep, school and other parts of my life. Since I've asked you nicely to split time and that clearly bothered you. I've decided to get a place myself and I need the five months of utilities you owe. Then your boyfriend can move in and do whatever, whenever, however. Okay, thanks. One more comment from Forward Squirrel who says not the a-hole. Your roommate is an asshole. You need to set some ground rules. You cannot spend the night more than three nights a week. Check your lease. Sometimes there are rules in them about guests. Stop buying them food. Stop driving them around. Tell your roommate she needs to pay back utilities now. This person is not your friend. Friends don't treat each other the way she is treating you. She is using you. Start looking for a new place for once your current lease is up. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. So then OP updates the post and they said thanks everyone for saying that I was not an asshole in this post. There's a small update to the situation. After I posted my original question, I spent a few days at my ex's place because my only other friend that knows of this situation also thinks I'm being unfair. My roommate finally paid me the five months of utilities that she owed me, which is a start. I did try to open a dialogue with her, but she really stood strong in bringing over her boyfriend because they rarely get so much time together since he's in school, and that if he had less roommates, maybe it would be different. I tried to tell her that from my side. Nearly all week is so little time. When they got together months ago, she had said she wanted to make sure she balanced her friend life and girlfriend life, but she's not, but whatever. A few people said, looking to get in my own place, but with the area I live in, it's kind of impossible. My only option outside of her would be moving back home, and that's the absolute worst thing that can happen. Also, because her boyfriend doesn't have a car and takes up parking space, there's no real hard rule in our lease. We're looking in to find another place when our lease is up with another roommate, so I can only cross my fingers that the additional roommate will add a level of buffering between us. Also, despite the issue, I do want to say that she is my best friend. We've known each other throughout our undergrad and have helped each other with a lot. Her mum even let me move in with them during COVID. My home life became unlivable, which is one of the reasons why I feel like I owe her so much. That was a pretty sad ending for me in the end. I don't think that friend is actually being a friend in any way, shape or form currently. They're not thinking about how Opie's feelings and how they're struggling themselves and bringing boyfriend over all the time to stay when he's not paying any of the rent or utilities or anything like that is bullshit. And I got to say, I'm currently worried about the future as well, that they're going to try and get an additional roommate. What if that person's got a boyfriend or girlfriend and they start bringing them around? It's going to be double the chaos. I don't know. I hope something does work out for OP in this one. But what do you guys make of this situation? Have you ever been in a similar situation to this roommate situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Cancelled Vacation saying, Am I the a-hole for cancelling a vacation because my wife can't pay her share after helping her adult son and ex-husband? My wife, 44 female, makes quite a bit less than me, 45 male. So our joint expenses are split 70-30. For the most part, things like vacations and where we bought a house are decided based on what she can afford. But there have been several times I've paid in full for vacations to places I really enjoy and wanted to share the experience with her. She has a 23-year-old son from her previous marriage. When she and I got together, I told her I wouldn't mind paying extra for things here and there until her son was 18 and working or in school so she could take care of him. For the majority of our relationship, is live with his father. 
He decided against college or trade school and hasn't expressed any interest in starting to figure out a plan for the immediate future, let alone his life. He floats from job to job and his father is pretty much the same since the kid graduated. Therein lies the problem. Every few months, they call her for a few hundred dollars here, a few hundred dollars there. 20 bucks this week, 80 the next. Sometimes it's her son calling for help. Sometimes it's her ex-husband. This has caused her to be short on funds for our plans, all things she volunteered to cover on more than one occasion. Her reasoning, when it's her ex asking, is that since their son still lives with him, she has to help him. I get that to a point. We were supposed to go on a vacation later this month. Nothing major or fancy, but just time away. We agreed to split the costs and all that was left to pay for were the hotels, rental car and some reservations. Her ex-husband called needing help getting his car out of impound and getting caught up on rent. Her son hasn't been able to get to work without the car because he doesn't want to ride a bike or take a bus. Almost five grand later, they're set up but my wife told me she can't pay for her portion of our vacation. So I told her I was cancelling it. She called me a heartless ass as she's just been taking care of her son we've been arguing over it but my stance is this they're both able-bodied adults that keep making a series of life decisions that keep them at a standstill like quitting jobs over little things smoking going out and they're always digging them out of their hole is starting to impact our lives more and more and i didn't sign up for that am i the a-hole for cancelling our vacation instead of just footing the entire cost myself to clarify she contributes 30 percent of her pay to our joint expenses bills and utilities, emergency fund, and retirement. 70% of her pay, she keeps for her personal expenses and to spend or save how she wishes. Dates, vacations, and fun things we choose to do together are budgeted and planned based on what we can afford from our personal funds. All that money together and paid together. Ed LV says, not the a-hole. Why are you married to her though? Since she clearly puts her ex and grown son before you and your marriage. She's enabling their financial irresponsibility and that will never change. Top says, not the a-hole. All of these comments talking about a house fund like that solves the problem. She has already established that she can't budget her money, let alone something you contribute to as well. What are you supposed to do when she takes from the house fund for an ex and son? People are delusional. Hope you respond to him precisely. A house fund doesn't always solve the problem. Some people see the total in a house fund and go, oh, I can afford that. From my experience and that of my friends, the house fund starts getting tapped into when a spouse goes through their savings, spending freely or always giving to others. Professor Plum did it says not the a-hole. She has crossed the line from helping her son and is well into enabling her son and her ex. You're right that they're both able-bodied adults and they're both choosing to be lazy because they know your ex will give them whatever they ask for. Son could have continued working but didn't because he didn't want to ride a bus. That is a choice not a need. Honestly, you should spend the time you would have been on vacation talking to your wife about learning the difference between helping and enabling. If she wants her son to live a full adult life, she has to accept that continuing to bail him out of unpleasant situations will hold him back. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? And let's have one more story, shall we? And our next story is from ReachOK6601, who says, Am I the a-hole for not paying my boyfriend back after he didn't get me the right birthday cake? I definitely have a bit of a complex about this kind of stuff because of how I grew up. Always with my siblings getting what they asked for, while I almost never did. And generally feeling like I never get my turn at things. So it will be helpful to know I'm justified or overreacting. 
My boyfriend and I have been dating for 10 months and it was my birthday yesterday. I put a lot of effort into birthdays, including his, and was pretty excited about it for the last month or so. There's a local bakery that makes a really good looking pineapple upside down cake. I've been really wanting to try it and I've been saving it for my birthday. About a month in advance, I told him my birthday was coming up and gave him a few activity ideas and told him that I didn't need a gift, but I really wanted a pineapple upside down cake from XYZ Bakery. He said, sure. Now, I know this was probably annoying, but I did mention this specific cake several times, even before last month. Like we would drive by the bakery and I'd say something like, oh, hey, that's the place with a pineapple cake. I want to do that for my birthday. I wasn't deliberately hammering the point home or anything or aware that it was going to end in a cake-centered conflict. But there were a couple of occasions where it came up. And then a week before my birthday, I did text him a reminder about the cake so that he would have the bakery info on hand. Yesterday rolls around and my boyfriend comes over to my apartment and gives me a gift, which is a Kindle. Not a bad gift and I know they are expensive, but not something particularly relevant to me either. Then he says, let's have cake and presents what you all know by now is not the pineapple upside down cake, but just a regular grocery store cake with the frosting balloons. Vanilla cake with vanilla buttercream. You guys, I was legitimately sad. If I knew he was going to drop the ball on this, I would have just gotten the pineapple cake months ago instead of waiting. I was on the verge of tears because of not getting the one thing I actually wanted, which was that stupid cake. So I told him I was very disappointed and that he should just go home. He had two tickets to a comedy show for that night. One ended up going to waste. Now he's annoyed because it is, of course, just a cake wants me to reimburse the cost of the wasted ticket. It was only about $30, but I'm bristling at the principle of it and said I didn't owe him the money. He sent me a Venmo request for $30. Am I the a-hole if I don't pay? In the comments, Manson66 says not the a-hole. I'm sick of boyfriends and husbands getting a pass on BS like this. You clearly told him what you wanted, then he didn't even get you the cake. You asked for one thing and he couldn't even do that right. Ava says not the a-hole. You were so specific. You're allowed to be upset when someone disappoints you. All the people who are saying everyone sucks here because you got so upset about a cake don't realize it's not about the cake. It's about him not listening to you or caring about making your birthday what you wanted. It's your birthday. You shouldn't have to put on a happy face and go to a comedy show to appease the feelings of the person who hurt your feelings. And you definitely shouldn't have to reimburse him for the tickets when it was his fault you were too upset to go. Evil Todd says, not the a-hole, for paying for the ticket. You are the a-hole for the other stuff. You're rationalizing being ungrateful and unforgiving because your siblings always got what they asked for while I almost never did. It's not his job to reconcile your poor childhood. And a history of abuse doesn't excuse abusive behavior. Although I almost never got what I want, doesn't sound like abuse to me. He buys you a Kindle, not a bad gift, but he buys the wrong cake. The one thing I actually wanted. He gets tickets to a comedy show. You tell him that you're disappointed and he should just leave. You're not concerned with why he dropped the ball on the cake, only that he did. He didn't earn the money for the wasted ticket. If I could speak to him, I would tell him to end it and that $30 is a small price to pay for peace of mind. And one more comment from Guy30,000 who says everyone sucks here. He's a jerk for not taking what you were asking for seriously. But as he said, it's just a cake. He failed to give you what you wanted when you explicitly and repeatedly told him. But it's just a cake. Now, the proper reaction was to be disappointed, but not to derail your entire evening. You tell him maybe, then maybe later, as to keep the night in high spirits. 
You tell him that you're upset. You told him you, what you wanted, but he didn't listen. Make known that even though this is just a cake, it makes you feel unheard and unappreciated. The wrong thing to do was to melt down and put him in a defensive mode when it really comes down to the wrong cake. Because if it's about the cake, the real communication issues will be left behind. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories. Your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved and hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Okay. I know that today will be a good day. Okay. I know that today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.